0: Good
1: morning, millennials. millennials, and welcome back to the Toast. Happy hump day! It is Wednesday, bitch. And if that weren't exciting enough, you know, like we're you know on our way to the weekend, it's Wednesday, which means we have dear toasters. And dear toasters is always just like a fixture in society and in culture. However, in these recent weeks, it's become kind of like I can't wait. Like we're just you know hanging on till Wednesday, and today is no different. We have an update. I just want to say something. I'm here too. <laughs> I haven't spoken yet. You haven't? No. Wow, no wonder I was having so much fun.
0: <laughs> hey guys, we have an update. I'm excited. No, it's all I can think about. As much as I don't want to take, like, not be appreciative of the short week, I did think today was Thursday.
1: You know, it should be. Yesterday was an incredibly long day. Never ended. I was in my jeans till 8 p.m. That felt like two days. 100%. I was shocked that we only had one day of healthfulness under our belt. Well, that's what's really disappointing. As we spoke about on yesterday's show, Jackie and I yesterday both began like a journey of healthfulness, just because we've been kind of like monstrosities in the last couple of weeks, and we did good yesterday, but like it was only one day, day. one day, one day,
0: one day at a time, sweet Jesus what is
1: that the next lyric one day at a time no i don't know it's giving sweet jesus i mean you died for your sins yours too not mine actually who do you
0: think has more sins between us
1: Ooh, me yeah yeah so why'd you ask a question like you obviously need the answer just like are we on the same page about that i don't know I feel
0: like we're relatively we're sin light like we we're not sinners in a sense. Nobody is sin less.
1: Our wow, this show has really become something else. Our
0: cross to bear. Is that we can't stop talking shit
1: Well, yeah, privately. that's true. I also, I mean, what are, are we talking like if we're Christian? Like I take the Lord's name in vain, but I'm not Christian. Like I'm always like Jesus Christ. But I
0: feel like in the hierarchy of sins, you know, like adultery is worse than shit talk. And like those cardinal
1: sins, we don't commit them. Like lust, greed. So actually in Judaism, there are really three major sins like you have to die for. Like you, you should die before you commit them. They are adultery... Idolatry, murder, and murder. And I have never really been on the cusp of doing any of those things. So, Like, I feel good where I'm at. Like, my Lush and Hara, which is speak of evil, like, I gossip a lot. Like, I just feel like when the time comes and I'm at the pearly gates, like, I know God's not going to be like, You gossip too much, girl, get out of here. Like, no, no he's
0: chuckling at no. what we're saying. No, and he's
1: going to be like, That so was what, funny. What ended up happening?
0: No, and it was like, It was true.
1: Yeah, no, and I. I don't want to repeat myself because I've said this so many times, but there is a difference between, like, talking shit and an exchange of information. And, yes, do I sit around and say, like, she's ugly? Sometimes. But most of the time, it's like, did you hear that they got divorced? Like, I'm just sharing things. I would say out of the pie of us talking about things, like – Five to 10% is mean spirited. I agree. But the thing is like we're family and it like that doesn't make us mean people. And I also think it's important to expel those mean thoughts because they will consume you. Yeah. And then you could act meanly in your life. And we don't act meanly. No, we are once again talking about ourselves in the third person. We are generous. We are kind. We are gracious. We are charitable. Like we are God fearing women. Yeah, we are. So I feel like if I were to die today, like honestly, like I feel like as though I would be welcomed in to heaven, like. And anything that I would be brought to task for,
0: I can answer for. I can back that shit up. That's different.
1: That's different. Because if I were to like seriously be held accountable for all my sins in front of God and his peeps, I would not be able to like justify every single bad thing I've ever done. But then
0: there are a few things that if he brought it up, I'd be like, I feel worse than you do about that. Like, yeah, like. Trust trust me. It's killing me. More than
1: it's hurting you. Oh my God, I love that. That's so true. And it's giving like victim energy. Should we have Maddie Pruitt on this podcast? Like this is what this conversation is giving. It is giving God-fearing women. We are. By the way, when you think of God-fearing women, you think like church and Christianity. But like you can be God-fearing of like other gods. And like yeah. we are God-fearing.
0: Yeah. And I was watching Love is Blind last night. And that couple that both- Kenny and Brittany. Are devoted to God. I so thought cute. it was just so beautiful. It was so cute. And I liked hearing about it. So I don't mind having this conversation because as a consumer, I enjoyed hearing about just like their- thoughts
1: on god and i would love if somebody that's on god if somebody in the comments could let me know who Brittany looks like it's pissing me off like i can't figure it out she looks like someone yeah she does i think she probably
0: looks like a lot of people but who is it i don't know it didn't come to me sound off in the comments is that a big theme from the discussion about this season like who do people look like no not at all oh because of the megan because, fox thing yeah but also I feel like it makes you think, like, if you were in a pod and someone asked you, like, who's your celebrity doppelganger to get, like, a sense of what you look oh,
1: like. so the new episodes are out today. Oh, yeah. They came out at three in the morning. Why does Netflix do it at midnight Pacific time? Like, it's annoying. Probably so they have time to, like, work out the kinks if it doesn't upload properly. No, it's because Netflix is based in California. Like, they just do it on their own schedule.
0: Rude. Rude. I'm in the middle of episode four. Things are getting good, and I hope to be finished by the time that you guys watch tonight. yeah. Because I'm going to take some time for myself today. I've been up for a while. So
1: Jackie did see the Megan Fox moment. I saw the Megan Fox moment. And what were your thoughts on that? She's getting dragged for for saying it because she like doesn't look like Megan I Fox. I don't mind say. that she said that she looks like Megan Fox. And by the way, she, she didn't say that. She said, I don't see it, but I get told no, all the time. Okay,
0: but she was putting out there, hey, she was manipulating if language. you pick me, you're going with Megan Fox. Right. And... I don't mind that, that she like sees herself as Megan Fox, even if she wants to be like, no, it's not me, it's everyone else. Fine, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm Giselle. And that's right. the sort of confidence that you should have. That's
1: what I said on the shows yesterday.
0: But the timing that yes. she said it, she was kind of losing
1: him. She was being manipulative. It and like it's a, a very... manipulative
0: thing to say, to be like, hey, maybe you're not sure about me, but I look like Megan Fox. Because yeah. obviously that's the thing that's like in the background of everyone's head. It's like, I feel this way about this person. And I also like this person. Which one do I think is I'm going to be more attractive. attracted to? So when you hear it's Megan
1: Fox... It helps put a tick ding, in ding, your ding. column. 1,000%. It was at a point in the conversation where they like were almost veering into talking about Jess. And he was like, I want to change the subject. And he got weird. So she was like, okay, let me keep it fun. But it was strategic. It was strategic. And she,
0: even though in that moment it was a win for her because she reeled him back in, it will be an L for her if they choose each other, which I don't know yet. And she's not Megan Fox. And even if your celebrity doctoring doppelganger like if she even if she looked like megan fox you're setting yourself up i mean for disappointment because unless you are megan fox like then you're going to be like, oh, you're Megan Fox, but you're not You got big ears. Like, you yeah. know, no. not saying she does. I'm
1: just if she actually does, I haven't seen her ears. I'm just saying I if you watch my comedy. Comparison special, is the thief of a joy. If you watch my comedy special, Lean In on Prime Video, which you can now watch in the United States and Canada on Prime Video, you would know like there nothing good ever comes out of celebrity doppelganger conversations. And this is just yet another example of that. Although I did want to say what I said on the podcast yesterday is like I feel very Uh, like I'm being very cautious about what I'm saying because this whole saga, this, the Megan Fox thing has become the only thing that people are talking about. And it continues to be like a thread throughout the show. And I feel as though because of that, and because it's like this hot button moment that everybody's talking about, it has ended in a referendum on her looks. And I feel like no person, especially like a girl, like is equipped to go through that. And I actually feel really bad for her. And she's been putting out like social media content, like, laughing with everyone and like poking fun and I actually think that's like a really good strategy but it's gotta it's gotta hurt
0: yeah no that's that's not right but i do think in general i know you're against celebrity doppelgangers but like if i was talking to someone i wanted to get a sense of what they looked like and they gave me like a a, a person and said like i don't look like this person but we have
1: like similar we're of similar elk yeah that would be helpful to know what I'm going with. And what's so funny is that Jackie and I both separately said that we thought Chelsea actually looked like Adele. Yeah. Is that what other people are saying? No, no, no. Oh. I haven't seen anyone say that, but I thought it. And then you said it. I'm like, yes, I thought that as well. So that would have been like a a better.
0: Yeah. Or she could be like, I look like a combo. And then it's more mysterious. Oh, what do you look like?
1: Yeah. So I cannot wait for the new episodes. I forgot that that was, the today, that was today, so I guess I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I guess the 5K training is just going to be put on the back burner. Oh, we could do a little 5K today, because the boys will want to watch, too. Yeah, and we have to wait for them. Even though Ben is low-key in New York today, and he's coming back tonight. Adios. So we'll have to wait for him. But- See ya, Bunge. See ya. We've got a great show. We've got stories that are... Solid as a rock. Solid as a rock. We've got Dear Toasters, our weekly advice segment, where today we have an update on the girl who last week let us know... She had written in a few weeks ago saying that she had an inkling that her husband, like, she wanted to know if she was being crazy because her husband um, and his family own a bunch of rental properties. And there was this one, like, young, hot woman living in one of the rental properties. She was, like, being, like, annoying and taking advantage of her husband, being like, oh, the the roof is leaking. My toilet's running. And she was like, am I being crazy? I just have a weird feeling. Turns out she was not being crazy. It wasn't just a weird feeling. She came home and found a condom wrapper in her husband's pants after he had been at her house. So we hear from her today. I need to hear from her. She's been on
0: my mind and my heart. And I know she's been on everyone else's.
1: And she needs us. She still needs us. Like, there hasn't been a conclusion, but progress has been made in the saga. Okay. I'm very excited to hear. Me too. Anything else we want to... It's hard. We, like, actually don't have a lot to chit-chat about because yesterday... We did so much chit-chatting on the Patreon. We did so much chit-chatting. Like, earlier... Was it this week or the end of last week? Jackie and I spoke about, like, what would it be like if we did two podcasts a day? Like, a morning toast and an afternoon toast. And yesterday, we kind of put that theory... To, to the test, and we did an afternoon episode on our Patreon. So it was four, 4 o'clock, and we kind of updated everyone on our day, followed up thoughts we had in the morning, and, and, you know, brought them back up on the afternoon. So it was like an hour-long podcast video and audio that we put on Patreon if you want to see what it would be like to have two episodes a day. Right, because... If you want more than one episode a day, go to patreon.com slash
0: the toast. That's what we realized in this whole exercise. It's like, oh, we already do that. It's called Patreon. You pretty much nets out to like a bonus episode a week mm-hmm. and you can go listen right now. So that's really exciting. And I also want to say one more thing. Because if you've been on our merch site, you will see that there's a countdown. You will. A week from today, we are launching New Merch. That is the collection I am most from today or week from yesterday. Week from today. Because oh, okay, it was like seven days and hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A collection that is so exciting that we've been working on since the fall. Yeah. And we've been like waiting for the right time to drop it. The time is now. It's in a week from today. So just gird your loins. We'll start to tease it soon so you'll be able to see. But honestly, like we don't want like people to copy it.
1: No, the thing is, it's like the coolest thing we'll ever drop. And yesterday we were like, oh, should we wear it on the Patreon? Maybe give people like a little sneak peek. And Jackie, she was right. She was like, this, like if we start teasing it before we're actually able to sell it like somebody's gonna steal the idea we're we're kind of paranoid we are but with good reason even though we talked about it on the patreon how we are
0: letting go of the chip on our shoulders we're saying goodbye to it we're saying goodbye to it but that's really exciting so set your calendars get excited mentally prepare next week new merch dropping so just like get that in your head
1: in your thick skulls okay that's not that's not a way to sell. No, it's not a way to sell bullying. bullying. that's one of the things I'll have to answer for. Totally, when, I'm, when my time comes.
0: I think, without further ado, sure, it's time. For I'm actually th-
1: excited about the stories. Same.
0: It's time for the fast five stories that you need to know that Claudia is actually excited about,
1: and the fast five stories that you need to know that Claudia is actually excited about are brought to you by McDonald's. As the Toasters know, we are truly wholeheartedly obsessed with the McDonald's. There's nothing better than getting home from a long night ordering your McDonald's or having your husband pick it up for you, getting out of your dress, taking your girdle off, and just laying on the couch with an ice cold soda and whatever your go-to order from McDonald's is. And we're so excited to partner with McDonald's to talk about their classic burgers, which are hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever before. So much so that the Hamburglar is on the loose. We have nothing but empathy and respect for the Hamburglar because how could you blame him for trying to get himself the Big Mac he deserves? After all, the McDonald's patties are cooked to juicy perfection and the cheese is perfectly melted. We're talking as pillowy soft golden bun, and a Big Mac that now has more special sauce in every bite. I have been mispronouncing B- Big Mac in um, every single read that we've done for McDonald's. Somebody pointed that out. I keep saying Big Mac. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I just said it right. Uh, a Big Mac... Oh, oh. Way, I swear that wasn't intentional. A Big Mac that now has more special sauce than in every bite. We stand with the hamburger because McDonald's best classic burgers are better than ever. So try McDonald's best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you. I just feel like... If you listen to the toast, like, you know, I don't really have to, like, explain and sell McDonald's to you. You know it's perfection, so... Head to your McDonald's and try out their best burgers ever. Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place and all on your own terms. So you need a website. Like, I don't know what you do for a living, but I guarantee you need a website. Whether you have your own business, you work in e-commerce, you're a photographer, a graphic designer, a videographer, you want to showcase your art, you want to showcase your portfolio – You need a website, and it can be extremely daunting to like, you don't know where to start if you're not like a computer wizard. And Squarespace is really great. It's really accessible, it's really easy to use. They have great website templates. So, whatever type of website you're trying to build, whether it's you're trying to sell something, you're trying to showcase art, whatever it is, um, they have a template that's going to look really professional and be all done by you. You don't have to hire a fancy company. You can sell custom merch on a Squarespace store. You can create an online store. You can um, showcase a video collection. You can do email campaigns. You'll also great uh, get great tools and analytics. So you can use those insights to grow your business. The blogging tools that Squarespace has are super powerful to share your stories, photos, videos, and updates. Um, they really just have everything from top bottom. So whatever you need a website for, like you can guarantee that Squarespace is going to have what you need. And if you check out squarespace.com, you'll get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. So that free trial is available at squarespace.com. Once you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Today's episode is also brought to you by Macy's. All right, holiday season is upon us. It's that time of year, Passover Easter energy. And whatever you're celebrating, like you need good things for the home. You need decor. Are you hosting? Are you buying a gift to go to someone else's house? Macy's has you covered so you can look your best, of course, but then also show off your home in the best possible manner. So Easter is happening early this year. Get ready for the Easter Bunny on Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole family to brunch ready to brunch-ready serveware. Macy's has you covered. They also have Toys R Us Easter basket goodies so from books to stuffed animals and even slime. You can find it all in-store online online at Macy's.com. Macy's is also committed to empowering the next generation to create a brighter future for all. And that's why they are supporting UNCF, an organization that funds scholarships for students at historically black colleges and universities now through February 29th. So help Macy's and UNCF continue their impact by rounding up your purchase in-store or donating online. So get excited to give back. You can learn more at Macy's.com slash purpose and get yourself ready for Easter at Macy's.com or of course in-store. They've got you covered everything from home to clothing to beauty, whatever you need. You need a gift for someone for Easter, you need a dress for the fam, they've got you covered at macs. That's macys.com or just head over to the store nearest to you. Thank you, La. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Our first story Kelly Rowland walked off the Today Show as a guest host because her dressing rooms weren't up to par, leaving Hoda Kotb scrambling. Mm-hmm. So this story has been developing um, ever since Kelly Rowland dramatically walked out of NBC's Today show on Thursday morning after the star thought her dressing room was not up to snuff as sources exclusively tell page six. The singer and actress was a guest on the 8am hour of Today and then was expected to fill in for Jenna Bush Hager in the 4th hour as a guest host of Today with Hoda and Jenna. However, she dropped out at the 11th hour because her dressing room wasn't up to par and she left Hoda scurrying to find a replacement, sources told Page Six. Kelly and her team were not happy. They did not like the dressing room so they decided to pull her off the show leaving Hoda without a guest host for the 10am hour. She was on the show to promote her new Tyler Perry produced Netflix movie, Maya Culpa, in which she stars and is also a producer. Her abrupt exit left everyone perplexed because she's beloved it
1: today she was getting the full hour Who right. is the biggest hype woman on the planet it made no sense um and then a follow-up story was she continued to do press for this and she went on sherry shepard's yes. show and sherry shepard gave kelly roland her own dressing room the sherry shepard gave kelly roland sherry's dressing room like the host of the show yeah. she gave it to her for the... like, Because she's like a dressing room diva. Now, there are photos of oh. the dressing rooms at the Today Show. And that, I have to say, not to like make everything about me, I have been on the Today Show. Now, I wasn't a guest host and I wasn't there for hours. They literally tell you to come five minutes before. They don't have a lot of space. And there's like, do you know how many people go on the Today Show every day? Like local community like uh, groups. Like there's a million people. They put you in a room closet for 10 minutes. You go, you leave, that's it.
0: Yeah, so here are photos from 2021 that showed dressing rooms that are just like in disarray. They're very small. They're shit everywhere and maybe that's what she walked into let's
1: assume yeah like hoda's room is covered in shit and tiny so it's it's clear that this is what the today show has not that they have amazing dressing rooms and they decided to give kelly Rowland the worst one right yeah they were trying
0: to like play musical chairs with the dressing rooms find another dressing room apparently there's a green room but j-lo
1: was already in there oh so yeah the thing is is like this is just really like bad. It's a bad look for Kelly Rowland. It's it's bad behavior, especially because so <clears> many <throat>
0: major celebrities go on, on the, the Today, Today show. show. I'm sure a lot of them have walked into that room. I can imagine a celebrity walking into that room and
1: being like,
0: "No, no." Especially if you have a lot of people, no, think like highly could, of yourself,
1: like oh my god, you just reminded me. Do you have a story you could swap out for Jay Yeah, I did. Or, or are we talking about J Yeah. Okay, I I swapped wait. already. Okay. Oh, okay. I already okay, did. Okay, yeah. that's this story w- reminded me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, back to Kelly Rowland now. There are very, very few people on planet Earth who could get away with behavior like this. Now, unfortunately, Kelly Rowland is not one of those people. um, But you know who is? Her good friend, Beyonce. But you know, Beyonce, like people who can act like this wouldn't. Beyonce would never. Like I feel like Beyonce would be like talking shit with her friends, would be like professional, true, you know, woman. It's true. People who can act like this wouldn't. And that's why they can. Yeah. And that's why they wouldn't. And I don't know why I was like kind of shocked. I don't know Kelly Rowland on a personal level, but f- what I've gleaned from her just as a consumer of her work for many years is that she's like a cool down to earth girl. And, you know, getting to go on the Today Show is obviously a huge get, but also getting that guest co-host spot is huge. And it was a missed opportunity for her to like uh, do the hour where she could have obviously just, you know, shown her her personality to millions of people but also now i just have like a icky taste it's like this is really in poor taste yeah it is however
0: valiant hero rita ora stepped in at the eleventh hour and Question co-hosted mark. with
1: hoda oh oh and you know what and i Kelly feel like Rowland's part- loss is rita ora's gain i feel like rita ora wouldn't have gotten this gig if she wasn't just in the building at the exact same time that they right. needed her right i feel like that part
0: of the story is kind of skidded over and i didn't watch the hour but it's not an easy job to do especially at the with last no prep. minute
1: Good for her. Yeah, I feel like that's a job we would be good at. And I am based in New York if they ever need anyone. beyond good at. It's kind of like what we do here. Yeah. Except we just couldn't curse on the Today Show, which I can do, because I can't curse on Amazon Live. And you're okay with that? Yeah, I actually don't think I've ever flubbed. Margot has once. Even when I'm trying not to
0: curse, I I can't stop myself. Because I'm just not aware. so fucking hard,
1: I know. You know? I do know.
0: I'm going to... You guys, I wanna like see how many times I curse in this episode. I wanna try not to, even though I will completely forget about that after I say this. I'll like take a mental note. Okay, yeah. Call me like call me out in a nice way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just should we have a swear jar? Swear jar. But we should put like food in it, because like who carries their own coins? Yeah, or we should put like gift cards. But you and just have gift cards laying around?
0: Who swore the least well, to go shopping. I think
1: like a modern um swear jar is like a Venmo jar. Oh, not no, as fun no not as fun i like a jar like a physical And maybe the beautification committee can make a nice one that would be our new centerpiece got it
0: but what would we be sitting here with at all times that we could put in nothing
1: like pieces of duty like <laughs> saliva pieces of duty jar p-o-d-g Wait. J. J. so back to this kelly Rowland thing like really weird behavior um <clears throat> beyonce whenever yeah not a good look not a good look and then, like, Sherry Shepard, like, kind of giving her her dressing room... Like, Dignifying the behavior. Yeah, that I don't understand
0: at all. Also, Kelly Rowland's rep spoke out mm-hmm. about the saga. She said, after 28 years of knowing her, Kelly Rowland remains one of the kindest, most amiable humans I've
1: ever met and have had the blessing to represent. So I'm going to give Kelly Rowland the benefit of the doubt here. I remember that today's show is extremely early. Like, if she was on the 8 o'clock hour, this girl's been up since, like, 4 or 5 o'clock. Maybe she was just, like, in a foul mood. And I actually can relate to that. So I can relate to that. Like, I would never no like if this story
0: out. was just like Kelly Rowland, like was a diva behind the scenes <clears> at <throat> the show because she didn't like her dressing room. Like I could understand that having happened to leave and leave Hoda in
1: the lurch when she's doing you a solid. Like, yeah. That's not right. Especially when Hoda is one of those celebrities who I feel is like friends with everyone is good to everyone. Like a generous queen. Um, I feel like she's not the type of person you want to piss off either.
0: Right. It's like she's super sweet, but don't get on her bad side. Yeah.
1: And she's also like an extremely powerful woman
0: in media. But the whole organization of the, the Today Show. She'll never be invited back. And that's bad.
1: If you're trying to, like, have a career in entertainment. Like, it's just a necessary part of, like, the press junket cycle. Yeah, plus it's also NBC, and there's more... NBC Universal. NBC Tings. It's Bravo, it's USA Network, they own everything, it's the Olympics, like, it's everything. So, Kelly Rowland's not going to the Olympics. You will not see Kelly Rowland in Paris of summer 2024. This summer. <gasps> this summer? Oh, my God, wait, I have to start getting excited. Yeah. That's why I'm wearing red, white, and blue today. And you're sporty. yeah.
0: Do you want to talk about the fact that I feel like people are gonna be like, oh my God, I love the Rangers.
1: Well, um, I would love to go to a Rangers game if anybody would like to take me. You have a sweatshirt. I do have a sweatshirt. Actually, I went into Jackie's closet and I just kind of stood there for like 25 minutes, like trying on and touching every sweater. And I somehow ended up with this Rangers one. The thing is I'm trying on different colors. While I'm here, like, I don't want to wear white, black, or gray on my top, on the toast anymore. So I've been trying, I don't know if you guys have noticed, I've been wearing, like, colors every single day, and just seeing, like, which one makes my face look best. Okay. And I haven't worn, like, a cobalt blue yet. Yeah. And that's what I was doing today. That was the thought process behind this Luke. I like that. Yeah, like, you're wearing pink. Like, let's see how your face looks. I'm always wearing pink. Yeah.
0: It's like, I don't even know if pink is the right color for me. Don't sound off in the comments, because, like, I
1: like to wear it i kind of love that don't sound off in the comments yeah like i'm
0: not looking for opinions i will continue wearing pink but i do think that if it didn't look good on me like i wouldn't be wearing it you know what i mean yeah
1: i don't think it looks bad on me don't sound off in the comments
0: no no don't no don't this wasn't this don't get it twisted
1: this isn't like you know i think group discussion so
0: often we make everything a group discussion desperate for people to sound off in the comments but i don't need everyone to be like no jackie pink isn't your color like and then i'm gonna keep wearing pink and then i'm gonna be feeling weird like is it not my color i don't want to know yeah Shout and out. by the way, like, I like how I look in the mirror. So, look guess great. what? It's my color. You look great. S- survey says. Survey says you are the color. <laughs> are you ready for our next story? Not unless it's about J Lo. It's not. It's not because I have like, it's thematic. And this is kind of like the second biggest story of the day. Oh, what is it? Tom Sandoval was Mm. profiled in the New York Times, which is just like news in itself. I have not read the
1: profile. Nobody has. They've just read that one blurb that's going viral.
0: However, there's one blurb that's going viral wherein Tom Sandoval compared himself to OJ Simpson's murder trial and George Floyd. So (laughs) in the article, he asked he was asked why he thought his affair with Raquel had gotten so big in the media and he said I'm not a pop culture historian really but I witnessed but that's not even the craziest part but I witnessed the OJ Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things which is really weird to compare this
1: to that I think but do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same this is like a manic person who's like deeply mentally ill and narcissistic. Like the fact that the New York Times profiled him, I think says a lot about the state of journalism, like the New York Times. Mm-hmm. This is all the news that's fit to print. And also like maybe there was a time where a profile on Tom Zanival would have been interesting. Like that time has passed. So, like get with the program, New York Times. So hearing like this, like they didn't edit his words, like kind of, you know what I mean? This is how this person's speaking. Like this is a crazy person. (laughs) This is a crazy person. And then the follow up quote from the editor
0: was like, he clearly, you know, has lost perspective. Yes. If he thinks that this is as big as those things. And he put out a statement and this is what he said. My my intentions behind the comments I made in New York times magazine were to explain the level of national media attention. My affairs received the comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. Honestly, like, facts on that statement like I I can understand as what like trying. what he thought he was saying because here's the thing Scandaval was huge top five news stories of the year news too yeah yeah I, I know what he was trying to say like it was bigger than it should have been it was the biggest thing that was happening it permeated all levels of media like it Scandaval's on CNN it's on in the New York Times like it was very very massive yeah
1: like and other things that were very very massive massive were but it was just like I would have chosen different things honestly like the OJ one wasn't the most far off yeah the George Floyd one like not the best but I'm trying to think like what I would have compared it to honestly like well no because that's also like murdery like the Murdoch trials like that's how much everyone was talking about it like I'm trying to think of a Megxit yeah
0: I think if he had stuck to OJ it wouldn't have, like, raised the alarm. But Agreed. When, and it's kind of like he's comparing himself to George Floyd. Like, it's a yeah. crazy
1: thing to do. It's psychotic. But also, like, if you've been keeping up with this saga, specifically, like, the mental health of one Tom Sandoval, like, this isn't shocking. Like, he literally thinks of himself. Like, you see even in the episodes, like, how he walks around his house. Like, he thinks, like, he's seriously, like, this, like, Jesus on the cross. Like, for real.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, though... Like for a moment, he was. and so he guess he has these delusions of grandeur, but the thing was so grand.
1: yeah, but like he wasn't but, grand. No, 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 the
0: thing that he was the a part thing of was. was so grand, not in a good way, in a big way. Yeah. And he already thinks so bigly of himself. He does. But like for one moment, he was that big, but he doesn't realize like it was all negative and and it wasn't even like as big as he thinks it was, but it was
1: extremely big. It was extremely
0: big. So it was enormous. He was trying to explain the, scale, the size and scale of it. But he also so important to note,
1: like this isn't like a deeply smart person. No, no. Or like well-educated or um, doesn't have the their finger on the pulse of the tone of, of the culture. Like yeah. this is just a person who definitely lives in their own world and who thinks of themselves very highly.
0: Yeah, and... I'm not a stand of all apologist, but I can understand how he arrived at saying something right. so fucking crazy. And I just want to say, like, I appreciate him saying something so fucking crazy because it's funny as hell.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can understand how he how he thought that how he got to that, too. But a normal person would have used like deductive reasoning to be like, maybe I should switch out these two examples because the point he was trying to make isn't lost on me, but it's lost on everyone now because we're just focusing I'm like, did you just call yourself George Floyd? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And I honestly, I think that his statement, even though people will like not care what he said and don't if they were offended by what he said, like they won't forgive him. I think his statement like perfectly sums up whoever wrote this. Obviously, it wasn't him. Like it wasn't. We get it. The thing is, I have so many issues with Sandoval. Like this doesn't even register. Yeah. I also have issues with like, I think he has a crisis PR team that's trying to do something. Do a 180 on his persona. For me, though, it's not like even if we can undo the effects of Scandaball, like, I'll get back to a good place with Tom because I didn't like him.
1: Yeah, we're, we were kind of ahead of our time in that sense that we always knew there was something nefarious about him. But
0: I guess these puff pieces are meant for the people who were attending his shows before Scandaball, like those people. The fans, like, he had fans. He had fans. Yeah, freaks. And I think those people are also the people who are going the hardest against him because they're just so invested in this world.
1: Yeah, and they were... Fans of him because they were fans of him and Ariana. Yeah, no, but also like like fans of him and like his extra most. I I, I actually like, I used to believe that there
0: are people who
1: are fans of the extra
0: most. Like I just, there's not. There were people who were on their own. Like Tom was their favorite one on the show. No way. Sound off in the comments. The extra most. If you are one of those people, concert, if you
1: are one of those people, like I need they, to interview Claudia, you. But yeah,
0: those people don't listen to this show. So they can't sound off. Thank in the, God so for that. So they can't sound off in the comments.
1: Oh, that makes me feel better.
0: But th- these puff pieces are, I think, to win back those people, not us. Got it. It's just crazy that, like, but those people will not like this comparison.
1: Also, oh, Raquel was like starting some drama on Instagram yesterday. I'm um, just kind of compiling all the times Sheena. Because Sheena did like an after show. You know, Bravo has those like weird after shows. Yeah. Just being like the clowning on on somebody for nonstop talking about Sandoval. And then (laughs) Raquel put together like a reel of every time Sheena in the last couple of months has said Sandoval on her podcast. Like it's a million times. Like Sheena's podcast blew up
0: because because of Sandoval.
1: Like a lot of those girls podcasted, the Bravo Vanderpump girls. Um, So there's like signs of life from Raquel as well.
0: Well, she has a podcast. She's got to get in the mix.
1: I'm ready for her to re- return. To the show. Yeah. Me too. I also need to catch up on the show. The episode was last night. I've seen um, what the general theme was. And it was talk about apparently Tom, Tom, Sc- Tom Sandoval was suicidal during the saga. And what that meant for like Lisa and stuff. Hmm. And I think a lot of people are just like not believing him.
0: Oh. Which is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy that like people are saying that no one with like a platform is saying that though right no like the fans the fans because they could say whatever they want yeah there's no accountability there's no right 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 but like i'm i think that's like a cancelable offense yeah
1: like i'm just gonna kill myself no you weren't
0: right but but do the rules apply to tom sandoval i think that's where as a society we're struggling and i think for a while they didn't and that's why people were saying like the downright nastiest things
1: to and about raquel do the but rules it- of civility apply to someone who you perceive to be as like a villain that's a good question. I think they do. I think they do too. And I think that people took it too far with Raquel, right? Right. So especially just, if that person appears to be um, like empathetic and sorry for what they've done.
0: Right, but also that person is a it was a lesser villain, sure. So it's easier to like have a softer spot yeah. for her, and she's also a girl. So, but like, even if, yeah. No, I'm I'm thinking about where I stand. I need yeah. to watch the episode. Me too, we need to catch
1: up. But like, we've been so Love is Blind Day. We've been so, and we're just like enjoying each other. It's true. Are you ready for our next story? Is it the next story about J-Lo? It will be the next story about J-Lo because
0: the next two stories are related in shameful music news.
1: Okay. I need to talk about, we need to talk about J-Lo and we're going to get to this story in one second, but just like a little backstory that I feel nobody's talking about, which is a great preface for the story Jlo recently released a film and an album. They were like a joint project. Yeah. and she's been doing press about this film basically saying she had to fund it herself. and it's giving like sob story about like women in media, I don't know. but essentially she like pitched all these networks, the idea for her her movie, which is like a story of how her album came to life and nobody took it. And she's doing press saying the story nobody took it. So she decided to bet on herself. She produced the film and financed it herself. $20 million on this film. And now it's like flopping. And it's on Amazon. So it's on Amazon. I am curious how much, if any, she made back. Like how much did Amazon pay to license it? Yeah, well, here's my question. Why didn't anyone pick it
0: up? Obviously, like we know that nobody really was interested, but like, J is the sort of name that the industry just like keeps propping up. There's a million. This isn't it. J. I actually I really like J Lo, but some people you'll never really know if they are or aren't successful because they just like keep shining and they keep yeah. getting opportunities and it's like the same people regurgitated through the system and she's one of those people. So like why would they say
1: no to her? Well, these aren't tough economic times. I, True. I don't I don't know why like a network, when you think about all the crap Netflix, Amazon, HBO no, but, like this is crap too. Yeah, yeah.
0: So like why is this crap different from all of the crap? Right. And it's like we take everyone's documentary and every major celebrity and who's the bigger name and like JLo's as big it's as big- they get. And also she's had a really big year and people are really interested about her
1: and Ben like this isn't the worst idea I've ever heard. Well the film is bizarre okay it's like animatronic like i literally i can't even explain it it's not like a movie like i can't explain i it. see a still from it it and looks like guardians of the galaxy like, it's, yeah and then it looks like ai yeah um but wait back oh so i i do wonder if perhaps her netflix doc halftime like if it if it was crazy successful you would use that data to pitch your next maybe it was a flop i didn't watch it true like i don't know i don't know why nobody bought it but it's crazy to me because I feel like there is no interest in a movie or an album from J Lo, and we're going to get to the story that proves that. So it, I find it shocking that all these streaming services who spend money like it's nothing like, do that the buck stops here. Yeah, like how do they know, or yeah. why do they they care now? They're always putting up crap.
0: They're always putting up crap, but they have the numbers to sort of back it up and they don't really have to be accountable because it's like one show pays for everything else and they can, you know, spend money. Love is Blind literally is paying for all of Netflix's
1: original content. That and like Bridgerton.
0: Right, but they can like spend money on things that like nobody cares about, that industry things care about and they just keep like circle jerking each other with it because
1: they have the big thing. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's weird to me that the buck ended here with her. So all of that was in anticipation of this new album that she did all this crazy press for. She spent $20 million and it's called This Is Me Now. And it's giving Demi Lovato like- Oh my God. It's giving Demi Lovato. This is the real me today. And then in six months, she'd be like, no, no, never mind. This is the real me now. Ignore her. Yeah. I hate when people do that. I don't know her. Yeah.
0: So- JLo's This Is Me Now is suffering a career low, fans say, and the release can't be saved despite long list of A-list cameos. So JLo has uh, attempted a comeback that fans don't think her career will be able to come back from. She released her ninth studio album, This Is Me Now, paired with a star-studded Amazon Prime special. Her LP has 16 tracks, uh, a lot of features. However... This could not save it from its shockingly low reception upon its debut. On Spotify, many of the tracks have not surpassed 40,000 streams and lacks any chart topping singles aside from Can't Get Enough, which has 4 million streams. After that, the drop off is huge, with no other song on the album crossing 1 million streams.
1: 40,000. Like,
0: first of all, and numbers I feel are always inflated. Mm-hmm. so yeah because someone like spotify could serve it to you in a playlist and it plays but then you turn it off to the next song but i think that counts
1: and there are like you know stands who will like put all their their um phone devices on devices repeat. to repeat so i feel as though like spotify numbers are always really like hyped up and inflamed so for her to have songs that not reach forty thousand, like that's insanely low yeah like that's like not to make everything about me but like i did release a song and like it did hit a million streams, like, and I'm truly nobody. Like, that's crazy. How long did it
0: take to hit a million? A month.
1: Yeah. knowing she's J-Lo, halftime show. She's J-Lo. And I feel like she keeps, she's so, I think, and, and I hate to use the word desperate, because I don't think she's a desperate person, but she is desperate to stay relevant. I feel like yeah. she's always entering these new
0: eras. Yeah, she's not, like, gonna go to Vegas
1: and retire and live but, off the land. But the thing the is, but the thing is... She is a pop star in retirement who refuses to retire. And I don't mean retire, go live in, in uh, a retirement home. I mean like play you do the, the hits. greatest hits, do a Vegas residency. You maybe you'll collaborate with another artist. You do a bunch of YouTube videos. Like she refuses to enter that era of her music career. And I think it's to her detriment. Like no one. And for not just now, for a really long time, nobody has been interested in new JLo music. Like the catalog is the catalog and it's excellent. And it's a plus stop. I agree
0: I also feel like she's had so much success as an actress recently yes. and if I were her I would do more of that yeah like the kind of the music career is done like
1: and it, it, it doesn't it's not over it's done in a sense of like new, newness yeah and if she were to kind of go about it like Lady Gaga like do a big project every year like that's a great way to stay, stay relevant you do the award shows like when she did Hustlers yeah and I feel like that was a real peak for her hustlers. Yeah. In terms of her relevance. No, and also like uh,
0: uh you know industry accolades because she has done a lot of things where she doesn't really get Hype. her shine. I feel like she has kind of a chip on her shoulder too. Like really?
1: Us. I actually disagree. I think she could use a chip.
0: I don't know. I feel like with all that Oscar buzz like she was shedding her chip cuz she really couldn't get like serious
1: no, people to think seriously I saw that about maybe. her. She didn't deserve an Oscar nom. I'm sorry. No, but it was a good movie, and she did a good job. It's an amazing movie. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, and she like, deserved an Oscar nom for Selena, right? But did that, she get one? I don't know. That Hustlers movie was like her first foray back into like serious acting. Like if she had stuck with it, like I love, I love the Lady Gaga strategy. Like one big project, and you make it your personality for a year. A Star Is Born, House of Gucci. Now it's the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Like. You get to go to all the award shows. You still stay super relevant, but you're not like up people's ass and being annoying and you're doing something new. And if you're doing it well, which she does do it well. She was very good in Hustler. She didn't deserve an Oscar, but she was good. And she's a talented actress. We know this. Um, and they are also just like so But many, I, I wouldn't so even compare them because
0: I want new albums comparing Lady Gaga. I'm
1: not, sorry. I'm not comparing the two I don't all. think Lady Gaga should stop putting out new Me works either. of art. No, I'm sorry. She I has was, more to give us. No, I agree. I was just talking about like how Lady Gaga does this thing with acting. Okay. And I think she does it really well. She gets taken very seriously and she didn't have a lot of acting experience. Yeah. Also, when it comes to her music career, there's also like a lot of questions about it. We were talking about. Of course. And, you know, um, people did let me know. Ashanti has actually been very vocal about, and Christina Milian, two two women who have been very vocal about like their voices being on J-Lo tracks. Like there is there there. So um, why not pivot, you know? Yeah, like well, let's, not, let's see. What's up? Reminding people,
0: it's time to look at the data. And it, the data and the says data, this: the data
1: says this. No streaming services wanted her documentary or mm-hmm. whatever it is movie, and her streams were abysmal. Yeah. So what do we do? Like, what what would your recommendation be? Like, if you were J Lo's publicist,
0: I would I would take a breath. I would look at the things that J Lo has been like most loved for. I would focus on those things. Yeah, maybe another acting project. Maybe even a Vegas residency. Let's play the hits. Let's remind them we sing. Let's remind them we dance. And let's remind them they have never seen a show like this before. And let's kind of, you know. Way, I
1: think she did one. No, but she did like a short, like yeah. let a real one. Oh, you mean like a Celine Dion one? Yeah. Britney. Yeah.
0: And then we will forget about like this chapter. This is a blip on the radar. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's do like more Met Gala with Ben. Yeah, that's like what retired pop stars do. Yeah. And retired is like has a negative connotation, and, and I don't have it that way. JLo skin, beauty, beauty, glow. Also flop, like big flop. Mm.
0: That's a shame because she's someone that I would take beauty, beauty advice. advice from. I don't think
1: anyone looks more amazing than she does. I think a lot of people felt like it was just like an obvious cash grab, not like she was sitting down with the dermatologist, like coming up with formulas. Like, yeah. It just felt like a little. I agree because she's the type of person who looks amazing. Like, I would buy work out anything from her. I would buy skin things from her. Like she's a person who's really like I think a lot of women look up to who looks amazing who looks amazing for her age. And I just felt like that whole J Lo Beauty thing, like the launch was kind of flop. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's in her flop era. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Happens to everyone. Viola Davis said it. There's like you nowhere flop. to go but up. You gotta flop. To, yeah. You can't. Yeah, right. You can't be up if you were never down. Yeah. And at least she's up in her personal life.
0: True. Like she has, you know, more success than she would ever need. She'll yep. be fine. She'll this be fine. Is, what this is, is it's embarrassing. Yes. Yes. And we need to pivot.
1: hmm Like Ross Keller.
0: In more embarrassing musical news. What number is this?
1: Four? Four. Mm-hmm.
0: Normani has been accused mm. of running her own fan account.
1: I saw this whole thing unraveling live on social media last night and I had to clench my butt home.
0: So Normani recently made headlines after wiping her official, well, she didn't make headlines. She didn't. But she wiped her Instagram page, Normani, because, you know, that's what artists do when there's a new era coming. (laughs) And then a Normani stan account posted a screenshot of Normani's blank Instagram saying, what is happening? However, the screenshot that the stan (laughs) account posted still had like the user logo on the top left corner. It wasn't cropped out. And you could see that it was from that, at Normani Instagram profile. So thus, you know, she took the screenshot, like the person who was on Normani's account took the screenshot of a fan account and acted like what is happening. However, if you are on Normani's account, like you know exactly what's happening.
1: So do I think that like Normani herself is running two Twitter accounts, one for Normani and one for Normani Nation? No. Is Normani Nation like the official one? I think. Okay. Do I think like maybe someone on her record label PR team marketing one of her management team does both yes. yes and that's embarrassing so it's definitely was not her
0: no not like the girl normani not the girl normani but norman team normani yeah runs normani fan account and They're- pretends like they don't like at
1: least taylor nation is tree it is Taylor's management, that, like in their bio. Right. And that's where you get all the news that you need on updates, on tour, on merch. It all comes from, it's verified. That's right. also what Harry Styles has. He has HSHQ. Right. So this is not
0: that. No. What is happening? It's just like, oh my God, <laughs> you know what's happening. Like you
1: did it. Yeah. And there's also this like running joke on social media about Normani because- when she, you know, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of hype for her music career. I remember we had this really long conversation about it in their old, old studio in Long Island City. Um, and she had released Motivation and she had that really amazing performance. I think it was at the VMAs where she was wearing those really cute basketball shorts. Like, there was a lot of hype. They said she was going to be the next Beyonce. And there was like, Beyonce was getting involved. Like, And she has this tweet that people constantly refer to because it was basically like, you guys are not ready for this album. Like, it will change the course. Like, she didn't say this, but like, it was... Basically saying, like, it will change the course of music history. The album never came out. She has never released a body of work. And there's this, like, running joke online, like, we'll get it when we get Normani's album. And so for her to be making moves now, finally, for this album that we've heard about for years, and this is the narrative, like, it's really unfortunate. No, it's bad. And whoever, and I, I want to state, I do not think it was Normani running her fan account, but it was definitely someone who works for Normani they should be fired like this is a fireable offense it looks really bad like i'm all about like people make mistakes social media managers no no. this you had one job bill type and people are just like they there are are a lot of eyes on normani because of this running joke (sighs) no it's it's bad unforgivable unforgivable i'm sorry it is. And it's just because you want to know why it's moreover, It's embarrassing. Embar- and like. There's no way around it, you know? Right. And even though we know it was someone who works for Normani, not Normani herself, like the culture, the it people. Doesn't, no, no.
0: It's not even about the culture, the people knowing, even if the, everyone knew it was Normani's team, it's like what's embarrassing is she doesn't actually have a big fan account. Like she's been propping herself up all this time her and her team. Like not even that. Oh, we slipped on, on showing it. It's like. So where are the fans? Okay. and that Are just, the
1: fans in the room with us? And that just reminded me, and I can't believe I'm about to bring up Maddie Pruitt again. But do you remember when Maddie Pruitt, like right after her Bachelor um, season ended, she was really, really famous. She was um, caught also running her own fan account. Yes. In what way was she caught? She left a comment oh, yeah. on the on her own Instagram account, but she thought she was commenting from the fan account, being like, oh Mads, like, you look so cute or something like something to her sister or something yeah like she was on the wrong account basically
0: and commented and people saw it immediately got it embarrassing but like that's what happens when you're coming up in the reality tv world like you're not like yeah you you do embarrassing shit like that normani is a star a star she has
1: teams yeah she has people yeah unacceptable like what's maddie gonna do fire herself Boom! Like, oops. Yeah, no, it's true, it's true. Like, you can just, like, you know, curse yourself. But this is an avoidable thing when you have, like, a whole team of people. Teams, uh. Yeah, and it probably was, like, the social media manager who had to go and clear out Normani's yeah. Instagram because it's not an easy thing to do.
0: No, and then she wanted people to know, like, and alert them it happened. What is happening? Yikes. And it's, like, it's also, if you, like, if we, like, took a magnifying glass to, like, the tweet itself, it's, like, that's what, I guess a real stan account would say yeah, like a teenager but would they you know what i mean
1: it's like no i feel like they would do like like a bunch of letters be like guys i don't know how people talk but right something like that so just what is happening?
0: Just a tough day for the pop stars <sighs> big
1: l for the pop stars
0: yeah but our fifth and final story is a big w
1: a big w was brought to you by the biggest w taylor farms the biggest W. Taylor Farms chop salad kits deliver the freshest, best tasting salads to eat at home or on the go across North America. They are really where convenience meets freshness. You know, I'm not a chef. I've never claimed to be. I really can't make a lot of things, but the salad in a bag from Taylor Farms, which is really something I never thought I'd eat salad in a bag. Because when you think salad in a bag, you think brown, you think brown lettuce, you think not fresh. Taylor Farms has mastered the salad in a bag. They have the best flavors. All the ingredients are so fresh, and it's really idiot-proof. Also, if you like to customize your salads as much as I do, like, you can leave some ingredients out. I also am always, like, grilling up chicken and putting it in my salads. You can make it your own. It's very customizable. And Jack says, a mom on the go, like, salad in a bag is the meal for moms. The meal for me. Um... And I feel like once we started talking about Taylor Farms, like everyone's
0: talking about it now. Do you agree? I feel like it's like one of those things we don't know what the name is, but once you see it, once you see it everywhere. It's at
1: every grocery store. They have a Taylor Farms wall. It's the most exciting wall. I like, my cup runneth over. Whenever we, well, while I've been here, we go to Olivia's house for dinner, which is quite a bit. She always has a Taylor Farms salad in her big wooden salad bowl, and it's just easy for her. It's delicious. And I love to see people coming to Taylor Farms on their own, but she
0: did find it like on her own and not through the toast. So I found that to be like a little hurtful. No, I mean, we invented Taylor Farms, but. Whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Taylor Farms. But it just goes to show. Like it's ubiquitous. And, and you if you're can, not on the train, you're not
1: living. You can purchase Taylor Farms Chopped Salad Kits wherever you like to shop. It is available at all major grocery stores. It's so easy to find. They have tons of different flavors, different sized bags. So get your bag at Taylor Farms. Available at all major grocery stores. Today's episode is also brought to you by Quince. Our closet was chaotic, crammed with a bunch of clothes and nothing to wear. And the game changer was upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now we have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that. Transition from one occasion to the next and we stayed on budget. I feel like we were talking about Quince on the Patreon yesterday. Like really we are all about investing in good things. Not everything needs to be fancy but certain items especially clothing items in your closet are really worth investing in because what are you gonna replace it every year? You're gonna end up spending what you would have just spent if you bought the the good one years ago. And Quince is really, in our opinion, the best place to invest in those types of pieces. So I have great pieces from Quince that are made really well. I love my cashmere sweater from them. I have a great pair of black slacks from them. And those are things that like you can style a million different ways. You can really wear them every day and nobody would even notice. And it's just like cute. Like when I wore my cashier sweater, Paige DeSorbo uh, said it looked cute. And Quince partners directly with all the top factories. So they're going to cut the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. So if you're going to invest, do it at Quince because I think it's a more affordable option. They only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which we love. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com toast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I. NCE.com slash toast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash toast. checks real quick, what's your favorite item you've gotten from Quince? Chunky knit. Chunky knit. Today's episode is also brought to you by Caraway. So, with so many collections to explore, there is sure to be a Caraway for every kind of cook. Whether you're the moronic cook like me, who just needs a pan that's not going to get burnt on, not going to get scraped on, because I am going to burn. I am going to burn. And if I ruin my pan, like that's just so annoying. Caraway is really for the idiot-proof chef, but also for more of the novice chef, like Jackie. Is novice the word? What are you trying to say? Like fancy?
0: No, novice is new.
1: Oh, I'm the new novice. Yeah. You're like the geriatric chef? Yeah, that's right.
0: It's just the insults. Their internet
1: famous kitchenware is I a staple. So hyped <laughs> on Caraway is a staple for any home. It comes in a variety of modern shades to fit with whatever your design aesthetic is. It's non toxic, so they're made without toxic materials. It's easy cooking, so the ceramics' naturally slick surface means that minimal oil or butter are required for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. And it's well loved. Over sixty five thousand people have rated five stars about their Caraway kitchen. So now it's time for you to try it for yourself, Jax. We've been cooking in your Caraway. I made hard boiled eggs. I made taco meat. What else? We make? Oh you made those weird eggplant meatballs yesterday.
0: Yeah, I followed a reel of Nona's recipe. It was a flop. But the, not because not of not because if did their part and they didn't stick and things Caraway did. Yeah. Things Nona did ruin Nothing. the eggplant meatballs.
1: Visit carawayhome.com slash toasty to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for the toast listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash toasty or just use the code toasty at checkout. That's T-O-A-S-T-Y toasty. Uh caraway, it's a non-toxic cookware made modern. Love caraway. Me too. Like just so much. Jackie ran out of printer paper. So I printed the deer Toasters, which we'll get to shortly, on the back of this, which is print, it's, not, it's the printer information page. Oh, I was like, hopefully it's not confidential and you're showing it. No, you had a stack of papers. I saw a vodka recipe. I wasn't sure which back I should use. I went with this one because it seems like you don't need this information. Maybe I do need it because I can't work my printer. Well, don't worry. The IT department is here and I purchased all the, requ- all the- Jackie, so I come? Printer out of ink, out of paper. No, but like she's been using it all week to print. I don't. No, let's use talk it, about it. Okay, I don't use it that much, so it had enough ink for me for weeks. Yeah, yeah, for weeks. What was it? Five days ago, I said, "Hey, Jacks, uh, order keeps- order more." Ink. she keeps the next telling morning, me she it keeps, said it was running low it wasn't out yet so I, I gave you time no but you kept telling me to order ink while I'm sitting
0: here choosing the stories and if I leave to go and order ink then I go on a whole rabbit hole on my phone and then we're the show gets backed up so I said so the next I day I said tell me when I'm not doing this
1: and you never did so the next day I said Jax did you get that cartridge oh no I'll do it today the next day I didn't
0: say I, I didn't say those the next I said, day, remind day me later the
1: same thing so the next morning I come in here oh, God forbid the, the, the bitch bitch orders the cartridges basically out of out of it so i said fuck it i'll just do it i ordered the cartridges she comes in i'm like by the way annoying i got the cartridges you're like wait
0: i already did it it's I'm arriving like today in the foyer. no they were oh. in the foyer
1: so i'm like okay so i canceled my amazon order put the cartridge in and then the printer stops working so the last 24 hours the printer hasn't been working and this morning i was like okay it department let's go i'm futzing with it fixes it won- of printer it, IT department. it won't tell me and then I realized Jackie bought the wrong cartridges. So when I put the new cartridge in, it was like we don't know this cartridge. We are not compatible with this cartridge. So then I had to replace my order. And then I realized she's also out of paper. So I had to get no more paper. And it's just been like this terrible saga. And nobody should ever have a printer
0: for your. But like you created this saga, perpetuated it. Next time, why didn't you just order the cartridges to begin with? Since it's a, like you're on printer patrol. I will.
1: I will. Lesson learned. Lesson learned.
0: My cup is here. Yeah. My husband, I ordered a drink from downstairs. Yeah. Your was... husband
1: came in when I was doing the ads and I swear to God, like I just saw a cup appear behind the door. My heart stopped. That's classic dirty. <laughs> you guys will notice if you go back and rewatch the Quinn's ad, like there's a period where I just like stopped talking. I was like actually really scared. Zach brought me a coffee.
0: I ordered it like 30 minutes ago because I've been up since six. So this is my third coffee. Oh man. And I finished my second one. And I need a drink. We talk so much. We do. I, I, I didn't realize the coffee's not just decorative. Like. I no, need no. A
1: beverage. We also like need a fridge up here. To do some actual work the in this problem? studio. Oh, you need yeah. to throw out like everything in this studio. Know, but like
0: some you'll you'll see some things. It's like, okay, the old mic flags, like, do I throw those away? Yes. Okay. I was just thinking, like, that can go in the trash. That goes in our new storage unit. I mean it's a part of toast
1: history, but like so I can't can think need, like that. We
0: only need one. No. But what I was going to say, yes, I I should get a fridge in here so I can have cold drinks, but it's the restocking of it. Like, can you see me carrying, like, a thing of waters up the stairs? No.
1: No, you have a husband.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll just, like, put a week. Should we go calendar. today to get a mini
1: fridge? Yeah, well, I was You also, like, like, you have, like, four outlets in this room, and we use every single outlet oh, yeah, no, for and chargers, I, cameras, lights. We need extension cords in I here. When I change the setup, like, I have to change outlets, and, like, everyone
0: is spoken for. No, we- Okay,
1: project today. There actually is one extension cord here and it's not used. Um, the panel. Wait, what? There's a panel. You know, there's an extension cord. It goes, um, so you plug it in. So you, so you use one outlet and, and you in- get two. <laughs> an extension cord with two plugs? Like, no thanks. Oh, and it has like two USB ports. Who the fuck needs that? And also USB ports are going are- in the way of the horse and buggy. Yes, they are. You're like everything's USB C. Like, do not give me an extension cord that doesn't have at least six plugs. Like, that's insane. There's a dearth of outlets. Yeah, one, two. When was something weird? Also, there's actually not a dearth. There's,
0: I guess no. There's a lot of outlets in here for a small, tiny room. There's yeah. six. There's and there's another one here. There's eight.
1: No, that's one, two, three, four, four. Yeah, I love outlets. No, I do. This conversation is fascinating. Do you guys, but no, like an outlet, especially like an outlet right next to my bed. Like I'm obsessed. Oh yeah, but you don't want it to look ugly. No, no, I'm sorry. Like right behind my headboard. But like in an accessible manner. Oh, to me, that's like pornography. (laughs) Cause I have my hatch. I have my phone charger. Oh my gosh. I also have a bedside lamp, which is such a flat, like a bedside lamp is everything. Everything.
0: I have heating pad for for brew. And then if I want to treat myself. Kindle charger. Yeah, the universal charger just for miscellaneous items.
1: And then like now I need the USB-C charger for my old Kindle and my new phone, like so dumb. So I need six outlets by my bed. Wrong, they're wrong for that. They're wrong for that. We need to go outlet free, cordless.
0: That shit never works though. Never. And if you have a squeegee on the back of your phone? Squeegees like really starting to piss me off. Don't even bother. I know, but I'm like such a content creator. You are. I'm a creator of content. You are. Are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is kind of perfect news? Vanessa Williams will star in a reimagined Devil Wears Prada musical. So Vanessa Williams is going to be playing Miranda Priestly in a newly reimagined version of the Devil Wears Prada musical, debuting at the Theatre Royal Plymouth on July 9th, the day before Turdy's birthday, 2024, ahead of a West End is premiere. It London? Yeah. It's all London. So this is all happening in London. So I'm happy for the Londoners. No, but and this I is like where that, shows get brought, brought to Broadway. And this is where things could start to happen. So I'm hopeful that this will be... A, Rousing success when it comes to Broadway because I, a more perfect casting I couldn't think of. So
1: there's so many, so much to unpack here. First, like the sheer fact that the Devil Wears Prada is being made into a musical, and it's like it is a star-studded production. The music is being done by Elton John. I like, just want to say it did already premiere in Chicago as a musical, oh. and so
0: now it's like you know picking up steam and it's heading to the West End, and it's and now they have like a celebrity casting,
1: yeah. And Vanessa Williams, who we all know as Wilhelmina Slater from Ugly Betty, and also like Miss America, and she has like a whole ton of accolades. Like we know her from that. Is going to be Miranda Priestly, and I feel as though like her time on Ugly Betty was preparing her for this role.
0: It's the role she was born to play. It's the yeah. role that she's already played. She's also extremely musical and has a beautiful
1: voice. Yes, so she was meant to play this role on Broadway. I'm obsessed. I, do we do we need a Devil Wears Prada musical? No. And what's with Broadway like not being able to come up with original concept and just being like you know making old movies? Mean Girls. School of Rock, Matilda, making them into musicals. Like, I don't know who asked for that, but it's fine. Um, if you're going to do it, do it like this. Elton John, Vanessa Williams. Yeah. It's, a, okay sleigh. It. it's, it's a, a sleigh. It's a sleigh. It's a sleigh. And I feel as though maybe we're going to be spending 30th in London. You think? No. We're going to champion this and make all the English
0: toasters go so that it does get brought to Broadway.
1: Yeah. Like, I, more, I'm more excited about, like, the Vanessa Williams casting than I am... What do you think of Vanessa Williams from? Ugly Betty or Desperate Housewives? Like what's what your association?
0: Ugly Betty probably ekes out just like by a little bit because like she wasn't like OG casting of Desperate Housewives, but then she actually had a huge role on Desperate Housewives. So it probably goes
1: Ugly Betty then Desperate Housewives. She like became a main character, but she's not when you think of like the four Desperate Housewives, she's not one of them. Yeah. Which was a mistake. Oh, for sure. And I think once they cast her, they realize that. I think she actually might be in like the cast photos, the cover photos. She is. For like the fifth and sixth seasons, whatever season she was on. Yes, I believe that she is. And so was that freak, Catherine. She was the worst character. The worst, but also an iconic
0: role of Vanessa Williams is Hannah Montana, the movie. The publicist. Yes, of course. Love. Love. What else was she in? Um, She doesn't get enough hype. Yeah, but she's in everything. She's like look at her IMDB. It's yeah, forever yeah. pages long.
1: Like what do what do we know about? What from? are our faves? Yeah. Hannah Montana, that's such a good call. Such a good one. That movie was also low key star studded, like uh Tyra Banks. Right. And they were fighting over the shoe. Right. Love, love. Yeah. So that's exciting. It is exciting. And what's more exciting is that it's the time of the show that I really have been waiting for the entire day Dear Toasters, which is our weekly advice segment. Every Wednesday, you can write into us, at deartoasters at gmail.com if you want to email us. If you want to submit on our website, it's toastpodcast.com. And both ways of submitting are completely anonymous. So do it over there. And I'm going to start with the update that we have. So, as you guys know, I recapped in the beginning of the show. Don't make me do it again. The last we heard from this girl was she didn't know what to do with this information. She found the she condom. She on a
0: trip with her husband. And they had a
1: Valentine's Day trip planned. And our, our advice to her was basically don't have sex with him because he just had sex with his rando hooker. And rando hooker. Maybe like sit on the information. See if he comes to you. Like, yeah. It'll be very interesting to see how he acts now that you know. Yeah. No, now that he's done it. And now that you know about it, like yeah. you can watch him with that watch perspective. Him. Hey, girlies. I didn't anyone... I didn't know anyone wanted a further update into it until I saw the pod Friday and now I need to deliver the rest of the story. First and most importantly, I did not have sex with my husband during our weekend away. Luckily, I got food poisoning and it was easy to refrain from that weenie of a man.
0: Did he poison you?
1: Did she poison you? Second, I wanted all week for him to confess his sins, but he never did. Monday evening, the other woman messaged my husband needing some sort of maintenance and he ignored the message. I asked if he was gonna go assist and he said no. I pulled out the condom wrapper and slammed it on the coffee table. He immediately started apologizing, explained that the girl had given him a beer after the job and that turned into multiple beers. She came on to him and quote, it just happened. He said he didn't mean for it to happen and he hasn't talked to her since. I freaked out and started crying, ended up packing a bag and went to my sister's house. I called into work today. And I've been thinking about this whole situation all day. He's tried calling and texting, but I've ignored them. I haven't told my sister the full story because I'm not sure what I'm going to do. What should I do? What would you do? I'm a total mess.
0: Okay. So far, you're handling everything, like, so
1: amazingly. I also understand you not telling your sister because, like, once you do, like, it makes it real. And, like, if you guys do end up working things out, but, like, then your sister knows that your husband cheated on you. even
0: still, like, even if you work things out and maybe she will be less quick to forgive him, like, you shouldn't keep these secrets. It's not
1: you're like you didn't do anything wrong you didn't do
0: anything wrong and like your sister should know like the state of your marriage because also you need to be able to talk to her going forward like okay we're even if you work it out like we're back together but i'm feeling this way like you need someone to talk to i would tell your sister even though like yeah she's going to look at him differently
1: but like if you forgive him eventually she will too so that's not a reason not to tell her and I want to preface by saying I'm actually not one of these people who's like, you cheated, I'm out. Like, I do think people can come back from things. It's all situational. It's all It depends situa- on the person. it depends on, like, the existing relationship. And my opinion here is that you should leave. I think that you have no children, so there's really nothing holding you to this man. Two, you're, like, kind of newly married, and the fact that he really wasn't able to keep his dick in his pants for that long, like, this is not going to be a one-time thing. I also think the way he... uh covered up the crime and, and his reaction to you was like kind of a letdown like take responsibility she like gave me a beer and then like it just she the came onto to is, me like I take be- fucking accountability I agree take
0: accountability but I believe him that that's what happened like the woman I know that it takes two to tango and he was the one who was in a relationship but like this woman has been preying on your man since she moved in she saw a window like with the beer and I think he was so fucking dumb just like the way he made you feel bad because you like had a weird feeling about her like he was so naive to what she was doing but she was thrown all kinds of tricks on him for sure and I think, personal like, accountability person, is important no, but like i think he never expected that to happen or intended for that to happen and just is a dumb idiot loser but like and do you okay, want to be married to a dumb you idiot be loser to a dumb idiot loser and like before this
1: happened like how would you have described your relationship right you know? right i just feel like nothing ventured nothing lost goodbye yeah cut clean Like, to cheat on someone so early in your marriage, it's like, why did you get married? No, dumb idiot loser. Yeah, and then it's like, do you want the father of your children to be dumb? Like, no. That's bad.
0: It's bad. And that he would cheat on you, not even come clean. I hoped maybe, like, you know, you guys would have a weekend and, like, this would be eating at him and he'd be acting weird and he would come clean and, like, okay. But he would have never told you he mm-hmm. would, if he got away with it, what, would he do it again? Right,
1: and you, you, he'd let you Except go he did and, ignore the message. But, like, that's just the who first... Who cares? That's just the first time. That's like, what happens in an affair. Like, you freak out. You you say you're never going to do it again. Then you get into a fight with your wife, and you run to the lady's house. Like, him not answering her text is not a check in his column. Leave. Leave. Like, goodbye, goodbye. really. It's giving such loser energy. Like, and I don't know, like... And the, it's like,
0: I... I'm thinking re- the most recent like conversation we had about cheating was like Victoria and David Beckham and they worked it out and it was fine but like listen he's not David Beckham
1: Uh, he's <laughs> not David Beckham and by the way they had like kids and they had a whole life together yeah. like you have to weigh are you could you not get past this it's worth you know putting to bed everything you two have been together it sounds like you two haven't even been together that, mo- that long you don't have kids you don't have a life like and the first opportunity, like, okay, you're saying like the woman was the harlot who preyed upon him. I'm saying like it takes two to tango. But the first time that happens, like you're so weak. You're so weak. Like, ew, honestly, it's an ick. Like obviously the cheating. <laughs> no, no, sure, the weakness. But like the fact that you're like a big dopey loser who has not even the smallest bit of self-restraint, ick. No, and like
0: can't see that this person is like how she's behaving and like, like you just have bad judgment.
1: Yeah. And I don't think that's who you want to like father your children and and be your husband. And it's giving weenie of the week. Yeah. Who used his weenie. Who used his weenie. And I think you should leave him. We will not judge you if you don't. Because I do think people can come back from things. And and I think there are a lot of people who went on to have. If
0: there's things worth saving. Based on what we know, it doesn't sound like he's worth saving. But maybe you know other things that we don't. And so that's completely your call. It's your call. And we won't judge you either way. But this is grounds for leaving. If, oh, if, for if you, sure. If you think you're overreacting, you're not. Yeah. At all. Um, you're actually like being really cool about it. Yeah, you are. Like and you gave him a conversation. You didn't like key his car and burn his things and and throw him out I dug
1: my key into the side of his pretty little souped up four wheel drive. Yeah. But feel free to carve your name in his leather seats. Yeah. Um keep us posted of course thank you for routinely keeping us updated like it means the world and if you need us we're here for you yeah keep us keep keeping us updated hopefully like Wednesday we could share more on hey, what you decided
0: yeah but I would love but you also don't need to decide anything permanent this week like stay your sister see how you feel you're Take so a lucky of to have weeks. a sister nearby like tell your sister though because the secrets like it will poison you and it's not your poison right and then you're like you're keeping a secret and you didn't do anything wrong and that isolates you from the people that you love and then you're punishing yourself yeah tell your sis
1: Hey, Jackson turn. I started dating a guy two months ago. As a finance girl, I love to talk about money and my new boyfriend owns his own business. How long do I have to wait before I ask him how much money he makes? I don't care. I'm just genuinely curious. Love a girly who hopes he doesn't take it the wrong way. I think you can ask. Two months is like, actually, I'm sorry, you can't ask.
0: It depends like how serious you are two months. But once you hit like, you know,
1: exclusive, serious relationship. Yeah. Like that's, Part of a relationship, financial transparency. Like I, I, I'm i trying to think. Like when me and Ben, but we were also like kids. Like we like were in college. We like didn't have jobs. Like Zach and I told each other pretty early because we worked at the same company. Oh, I'm telling HR.
0: We it was like more so like very curious, like talking to a coworker.
1: Right, right, right. But which is like you're really not allowed to do that. No, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. No, you're like not supposed to tell your coworkers how much you make.
0: What? Well, I would that's never, like the rule of HR. I would never tell a coworker how much I made because I was never close enough with a coworker to like. Have casual conversation, let alone like like that. Yeah, but we worked in like different departments, so we weren't like competitive. But I'm just like curious.
1: Yeah, I think that it's not so much about like how much time you've been together; it's about the status of your relationship. So, like, are you in love? Are you exclusive? Are you moving fast? Are you moving slow? Are you just like dating, or are you boyfriend and girlfriend?
0: Yeah, and like when the conversation veers into financial territory, then ask. Don't just like out of the blue one day bring it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a really good point because then you like look a little crazy but i understand like she's really only asking out of sheer curiosity i'm a curious person too like i get that but i do think that you can ask i don't think
0: it's an out of bounds question did she say what he did like no he owns his own business so it's not oh. like he has a job and a salary
1: oh so it's just like it's a little like it's, it's, you're it's not gonna crazy. get a straight answer right because people who own their own business like ourselves like if somebody asked me how much i made like i couldn't tell you a number
0: yeah and also it's like the business might have made this but we're putting it back into the business how much am i taking home Right. He might not be taking home anything because he's waiting to sell. Like, you're going to get a whole runaround. He's going
1: to give you the rigmarole. Like, you're not,
0: you're going to ask, you're going to get an answer, and you're going to feel like you don't have an answer. And you're going to wish you didn't
1: even ask because you didn't get an answer, and then you're the person who asked. Yeah. Maybe just wait till it comes up naturally. It will come up. It's a part of like joining lives. Yeah. It's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's kind of my favorite part of Love is Blind when they do the finances or like they just talk to each other about like, do you have debt? Student loans, credit card loans, how much do you make? Do you own a business? Like it's I find I'm like nosy and it's interesting, but it also like is a huge part of like a life together. Yeah. And do you own your apartment? Do you own your house?
0: Yeah, that is true. There are a lot of a couple like foundational
1: conversations that they have to have. They assume that they don't show us. Well, actually, you texted me. I had totally forgotten. People cause people are just talking now about Megan Fox Chelsea. Like that's yeah. all they're talking about. Um but there was actually a really interesting conversation on the third episode of Love is Blind that we kind of breezed past because like that couple's kind of irrelevant. They've yeah. gotten like no airtime. I don't with them. even know their names. Jeremy, Jeremy, and Sarah. And she was basically just like, What? He you asked her about politics. Right. Which I'm sure that they talk I'm about. Sure they've never shown it.
0: They've never shown it. I assume that every com- couple has that conversation. And the, probably also like religion would be there yeah. too. And unless it's like the thing that's binding them, like, Kenny and Brittany Brittany we don't need to see it um and also that's really personal stuff mm-hmm. so I think it's better when they don't air it but they they
1: just raw dog aired this girl's answer no and she was also like very um I think she was oh did he ask or she asked he, he asked it's like such a crazy... He was, And and then they went into abortion. Yeah. And just like these really hot button issues. And they seemed like they sort of were I on the, the same I thought the conversation page. actually like... Was went, healthy.
0: Was really healthy. But it was just like kind of unfair that they only aired hers. No,
1: totally. It was like kind of crazy. <laughs> no, I was... And by the way, like those are the questions. Like you really need to be on the same page with someone. Like those are like foundational things. But, but I
0: don't think that they... Well, maybe, maybe they aired this because I don't think... So she's conservative. But the vibe I got is that he's not yeah but he he didn't say anything back no they probably didn't air what he said because she said you know i'm I'm conservative but i definitely have uh left-leaning friends and i love them and we can just like talk about stuff so i feel like that might be their story i don't know if they get together or whatever but maybe politics is what comes between them and that's why they showed us this conversation i I won't
1: answer you because like i know more than you and i don't want to spoil and i don't want you to read my facial reactions either
0: okay i'm sure look i feel like from what you're saying like he went with blondini I'm, not, I'm literally not saying anything. The blonde lady that also likes him.
1: Maybe if you, you know, finish the episodes, you would I'm know. I'm working
0: as hard as I can. I know. I know.
1: Was that our third or our fourth? I can't remember. Two. Which one did I do? I did the update. That right. was I, two. I was, that was two. Okay. Um, Let what me find. a question?
0: Finances.
1: When, how long does you have to wait? Ask. But he owns his own business, so there's are So no like answer. you're not going to find any. And every year is different. Like. Yeah. You, Okay, final one. Dear Turn and Jackie O, I had a baby six months ago. My husband and I have planned for multiple children. We are enjoying parent life, and recently I mentioned that I'm ready for round two. My husband mentioned my weight. He said that he doesn't think I should get pregnant until I lose the baby weight. I reminded him that I was smoking hot and in the best shape of my life when I met him, and he was a doughboy when we met. I need advice. Should I divorce him? Should I shame him? Make him buy me jewelry, etc. <sighs> okay, first of all, I hate him. Like I just want to say,
0: like this just like gives me such a pit. It's not his place to say anything, and I just have to ask the question, like. Is he saying it because of aesthetics or because of health? Right. Because, like, you know, medically, like, it is safer. healthier and safer to get pregnant. Like, if you
1: are severely overweight, like it it poses health risks. She says, "Baby weight." Oh, well, that's weight from the baby, not like I was thinking, like baby fat. Like, <laughs> never mind. But it's like, is I just and only really you can answer this
0: question. I don't need you to update us, but like, is it because he wants you to like? be hot aesthetically like you know because and if you start to gain weight at this weight like it's obviously going to be more or is it because it poses a risk like really how overweight are you sorry to ask that question because if it's the first one hate goodbye like I hate you yeah if it's the second one like it's so annoying to hear but it's not without merit yeah but they're
1: are ways to say it and if he was saying it in like the health concern kind of way he obviously failed I just don't think there's a way to say it that's ever gonna I know that's ever gonna
0: feel okay where it's like oh well he said it right like no it's still the same message even if it's you know it's a dog shit message it's also
1: like something you really have to come to on your own like because I speak from experience where I was like I used to think like yeah I'll get pregnant but now like when I think back on my weight loss journey like so much of it was like I really couldn't not from like a fertility perspective like I don't know how safe it would have been for me to have gotten pregnant at that weight and I'm not pregnant I don't plan on being pregnant but it's something I think about
0: yeah no and plenty of like people are pregnant and they get pregnant overweight and and everything's fine and it's not necessarily like a a bad thing but it, it can pose higher risk so that's just something to think about but but it really doesn't sound like that's what he
1: was saying from like it sounds like he was like giving like for the aesthetic
0: well then, he can go fuck himself, and I hate him. Okay, and it's like, and it's like, oh, she cursed. No, and it's, in the swear jar was that the only time you cursed? No, I think I've been cursing this man for the last two totally, minutes. By the way, and I totally was not like paying attention to the whole. Right, episode. that's what I mean. Like I don't pay attention when I curse. Let us know in the comments. But, and I just like, and it's not as if, and it's your body, so it's like, it's not as if you're not aware of these things. You I know. know, so it's like for him to say, it's like, okay, things, Captain Obvious, like yeah, things, dick, like
1: go fuck yourself. Like, no, totally totally and it's like
0: if it's your body so if you decide that like you're okay that this amount of weight is like okay to get pregnant again like I didn't lose all my Harry weight before but I got to a place where I was like okay this is a good amount and I feel comfortable getting like it's my choice to make
1: yeah also I just feel like nobody's ever sat someone down and talked to them about their weight like even from a real even the person who does it in the best way like really coming from a place of love and concern for their health like even if you and hypothetical yes, people have but there's just no, no No, I'm sorry. You know, let me finish. Okay. Even if they did it in the best way like and gotten through to the person. Like it's really something you have to come to on your own. Yeah, and there's no there, there was good way to do it. Nothing anybody could have ever said to me to make me think that like to inspire me to go on my health journey. Like it really was something that took me like 10 years to come to. And some people come to it faster, some people come to it slower, some people don't come to it. No one sitting a person down like it doesn't help.
0: No. No. It doesn't work. And he needs to get that memo. And it's all like for you, it's like you'll make the decision within yourself. It's like some people want to gain the weight and then lose all the weight before they gain more. Some people want to just kind of like pile and it on and then I'll lose it all when they're done. When I'm done. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I
1: so, you, Or you don't have to lose a weight. Right, or some do people whatever, don't, and they're fine. But also, some people want. don't have, like, the issues we have. Like, it's just like, I had a the baby, and then up. I lost some weight. Like, how?
0: I had a baby, and then I lost my baby weight. And, like, it, yeah, it took Just time. fell off? No, but it did not even fell off. Like, you know, nine months on, nine months off. Like, unless I work at it, I won't be losing right. my, the rest of my baby weight. Right. But not everyone's like that.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy.
0: So, you decide for yourself how you want... The, it to go and then you tell him how it's gonna go and
1: he'll be lucky if he's still around to see how it goes and he'll be lucky if he's around to father child number two right sorry you're going through that girlie sorry to all the girlies who are clearly struggling today i'm so like annoyed ah you know we need lunch (laughs) speaking of gaining weight lunch Lunch. i think we're gonna go to the farmer's market or something
0: like i'm hungry oh yeah i'm gonna take turdy to a market so that she can get turdy
1: tings And I'm excited about that. That's our show.